Good day, everyone. My name is Angel Dialwis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. Today's topic is about groups and consolidation, and this will be the part one of this topic. In this session, we will discuss subsidiaries. As you know, many large business consists of several companies controlled by one central or administrative company. You might come across this in your own country. Together, these companies are called a group. The controlling company called the parent or holding company will own some or all of the shares of the other companies called subsidiaries. There are many reasons for business to operate as groups including for the goodwill associated with the names of the subsidiaries and for tax or legal purposes. IFRS requires that the result of a group should be presented as a whole in a set of group or consolidated financial statements. Now let us look at a little bit deeper into this topic. Since we're talking today about subsidiary the criteria for a company to be called a subsidiary of a group of companies is when the group of company the parent has control over the subsidiary in this case the parent will prepare full consolidated statements now let us talk about the criteria called control because based on this word control the parent has to carry out full consolidation in most cases control will involve the holding company or parent owning majority of the ordinary shares in the subsidiary however there are circumstances when the parent may own only a minority of the voting power in the subsidiary but the parent still has control IFRS 10 provides a definition of control and identifies three separate elements of control. Let us call the parent company the investor. Now let us go into these three elements. 1 power over the investor, 2 exposure to or rights to variable returns from its involvement with the investor, 3 the ability to use its power over the investee to affect the amount of the investor's return remember these the investor has to meet all three criteria in order to be classified as the investor or the parent company having control over the investee if the investor has the power this means they have the right and the ability to carry out certain activities for example there are five such activities where the investor has the power to carry out one selling and purchasing goods or services two managing financial assets three selecting acquiring and disposing of assets four researching and developing new products and processes five determining a funding structure or obtaining funds in some cases the assessment is more complex and more than one factor must be considered therefore ifrs 10 gives some examples of rights 
other than voting or potential voting rights which individually or alone can give an investor power. There are four such examples that we can discuss. One, right to appoint, reassign or remove key management personnel who can direct the relevant activities. Two, rights to appoint or remove another entity that directs the relevant activities. Three, rights to direct the investee to enter into or veto changes to transactions for the benefit of the investor for other rights that are specified in a management contract. And IFR 10 suggests the ability rather than the contractual right to achieve these may also indicate that an investor has a power over the investee. As I mentioned before, an investor must also have exposure or rights to variable returns from its involvement with the investee in order to establish control. The returns will include 1. Dividends 2. Remuneration for services and investees' assets or liabilities 3. Fees and exposure to loss from providing credit support 4. Returns as a result of achieving synergies or economic scale through an investor combining use of their assets with the use of investees' assets. Therefore, in this case, we can see the investor's return from its involvement have the potential to vary as a result of the investee's performance. If you found this podcast useful, please do subscribe to it as our goal here is to provide these sessions for free for everybody. The third criteria related to investor control is the ability to use its power over the investee to affect the amount of the investor's return. This is the case even when the investor delegates its decision-making power to an agent. Just to summarize this topic, I would like to say we can classify a company as a subsidiary of the parent only if the parent has got control over this investment. And if they do, and therefore a subsidiary needs to be included in the full consolidated statement. In most cases, control will involve the holding company or parent owning majority of the ordinary shares in the subsidiary. However, IFRS 10 provides definition of control and identifies three separate elements of control. An investor controls an investee if and only all these conditions are met. I hope you remember them. One is the power over investee. Two is the exposure to or rights to variable returns from its involvement with the investee. Three, the ability to use the power over the investee to affect the amount of the investor's return. I hope you found this session useful. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access and I'm your host, Angie Diabos. Thank you.